Welcome to Be All You Are, a midlife awakening podcast. I'm your host, Kena Paranjape, the founder of All You Are, a women's lifestyle brand, an entrepreneur, writer, and mother. This podcast is all about stepping into all you are. It's about reconnecting to your inner voice so you can hear the whispers of your true desires and cultivate the courage to create the life that is meant for you. Your dreams are your soul's voice. They are worth your time and attention. Now head out on that solo walk or settle into a cozy spot with a favorite beverage and join me. I can't wait to meet you. Hi, everyone. Happy New Year. Welcome back to the second season of Be All You Are. It is Wednesday, January 10th, and this is episode 36. And today is going to be a solo episode all about the five lessons that I'm taking from 2023 into 2024. Um, But before I dive into that, I wanted to thank you from the bottom of my heart for following along on this podcast journey from the time I launched back in April um, until now. 35 episodes, 12 were with amazing guests. If you haven't had a chance to tune into some of the episodes, I would definitely recommend going back and listening to the ones that you haven't listened to. Um, If you haven't yet subscribed so that the new episodes pop up in your uh, podcast app, I would for sure recommend that you do that. A new episode drops every Wednesday and I'm here excited to share with you and connect with you. And um, I want to thank you for your feedback. I want to thank you for sharing the podcast with your friends. Um, I love hearing from you. This podcast is really not about me talking into the ether. It is about having a conversation with you. And so I um, hope that you will continue to reach out to me and you know you can do that by email kana at allyouare.ca or on um, Instagram uh, kana underscore all you are and let's keep this conversation going. I have an incredible year planned for the podcast. I am going to be inviting on even more high profile guests um, and I want to take this to the next level. Like, let's come on, let's go have these conversations with more women. Um, So if you have any ideas around guests that I should speak with or, um, you know, topics that you want me to cover and I can go find an expert or I can um, tackle it myself, please let me know. I'm here. Okay. So I wanted to kick off the first episode of the new year with some high level thoughts on things that I've learned, I learned through last year that I feel that I am really focused on carrying forward and to emphasizing in my life in 2024. And I wanted to share these with you because um, even though they are personal to my own experience, I think that we are all sort of linked arms and going through a particular stage of life together. And I think most of you who are listening to this, you are either approaching 40 or you're in your 40s. Um, I'm turning 48 next month. So 50 is not far away. And I know some of you are in your 50s and beyond. 
And so whether these are lessons are going to be reminders for you, things that you know, and that maybe are just like, it's a really good time to be reminded of it. Or it could be just something that you really need to hear right now. And it's a new lesson that will help you as you navigate your coming year. All right, so let's dive in. Um, The first lesson that I'm taking into 2024 is that effort matters more than outcome. And what I mean by that is that we tend to focus on the outcome that we want. Of course, right? We set a vision, we set a goal, we have a dream that we want to bring to life, and we get excited about that. But once we've done that, what matters more than reminding ourselves of that dream and vision, it is how is that showing up in the effort that we put in every day? How is um, working towards that goal showing up on your calendar and in your bank account, right? And so if your um, vision is you know, to get into great shape, for example, is the effort that you're putting in towards that goal very obvious in your life, right? Because as we all know, it's what we do every day or what we do consistently that matters more than what we do once in a while. And so for me, one of the things that I have um, translated this to is that, yes, I have these big picture goals for my business, for my health, um, you know, personal life, things that I want to create this year. But then what I've done is I've actually broken that down into like, what does that look like? So for me, for example, um, this is the year that I want to grow visibility around my mission and my work. And I want to reach you know, thousands and thousands and eventually millions of women. And so what does that look like for me? What are the activities and the effort that I need to put in to bring that to reality? So one of the things is I need to show more consistently on social media. I need to post on LinkedIn five days a week and on Instagram five days a week at at a minimum. So for me, that is the effort that needs to be put in, right? That I need to think about what do I need to support me so that I can do that? Is it resources? Is it um, help bringing in somebody to help me? Is it scheduling it on my calendar? What are the things that I need to put in the effort to reach my goal? And so whatever your goal is, whether it's a fitness goal, whether it is um, even that you want to get a promotion at work, right? Like if you're um, you know, in the corporate world and you want to get a promotion, what are the daily activities that will help you get to that place? Like, what does that look like? What does the effort that you have to put in look like? Same thing with, um, with if you're an entrepreneur and you have like a revenue target or you have a certain amount of partnerships you want to create this year, what does that look like? It looks like outreach emails, right? It looks like, um, coming up with new strategies um, to increase your sales over last year. So I really want to emphasize that we need to take those big dreams and those beautiful dreams, but in order to actually achieve them and actually look back a year from now and say, wow, I did it, it needs to show up on your calendar, needs to show up like in your bank account, meaning like how you are investing in that goal. Um, And you need to like have an effort goal. Like what is the effort that you're going to put in in order to reach that goal? 
you know, there is a, there is a podcast that I think is a little bit ironic <laughs> that I like it, but it's Ed Milet's podcast. And, you know, he's like very kind of like bro culture, masculine energy. He's like, I think he said recently on one of his podcasts that like, you know, if you're an entrepreneur, you shouldn't be taking more than a three-day vacation. He was like, why would you do that? Why do you need more than three days? Um, so clearly I don't agree with everything he says. However, I do love um, how he has sort of systemized success. And one of the things that he talked about that really stuck with me several months ago on his podcast, he talked about how um, what we do now shows up 90 days from now. So for example, even if you look at like your fitness level today, it's likely that wherever you feel you are today, whether you feel like you're very fit or you've lost some of that fitness, it's likely um, that you can look back 90 days and see what you were doing then, like how were you showing up, and that will have affected where you are now. And so I think it's important when we are, you know, working on our to-do list for the day or our calendar that we realize that what we are putting effort into right now may not show up in our lives for another 90 days. But to me, that is actually very powerful because sometimes in the moment we feel like, oh, I don't want to send that email and tired, but then we have to remind ourselves, well, 90 days from now, what kind of results do I want to see? And if I want to see the results that align with my dream and my goal, then I need to be putting that work in now because it's not going to show up for another 90 days. Um, and and at, on the same side of that, if you feel like right now you do not have results that you would that you are happy with, look back 90 days and say, you know, what was I doing leading up to this time? Um, and I think that will be a really powerful way to get you motivated to do what needs to be done now, knowing that the results are going to show up one way or another 90 days from now. Okay. The second lesson that I wanted to share with you was, um, to put my health above all. And when I say health above all, I mean all caps, A-L-L, because one of the things that I have experienced over the last year, um, and I've had conversations with many of you about this, is symptoms of perimenopause. And I think perimenopause felt like it hit me like a ton of bricks. Like it was sort of this vague thing that happened to people. And then suddenly it was happening to me in a major way. And I have had to learn a lot in the last year about um, responding to your body's needs, to the changes that your body is experiencing. And so, you know, I think health above all should be a lesson for everyone at any age. But I do think that there is a time where we do take our health a little bit for granted. And I say this having um, really lived next to someone whose health had severely suffered, right? Like I've talked to you about my husband who got sick when we were both 30 and he lived with serious medical conditions until we were both 38. And I was there and I saw what it means to lose your health, right? And that 
health truly is wealth. It all begins with that. Um, but still, what had happened to him, um, you know, felt like for sure an extreme case. And I feel like I've always been someone who's taken care of myself for the most part. But I would say that in the last year, I've realized that if I don't feel well, the rest of it just falls apart, right? And so health above all means evaluating your health in all areas, starting with your sleep. Are you sleeping well? And if you're not, how do you get the support so that you can? And I can honestly tell you, I'm still on this journey. I've had a lot of issues with sleep over the last year and have been um, you know, working on it from all angles, you know, getting light in the morning, um, within an hour of waking up, um, minimizing my caffeine, taking herbal supplements, doing a hot shower at night, um, drinking sleepy time tea, all these things to figure out, um, you know, how to best support my sleep as my body goes through changes and working with my doctor as well. Right. Um, so I think it is sort of like taking full responsibility for your health and all aspects of it, starting with your sleep. I feel like the sleep is your sleep is a foundation because once you um, have good sleep, then you know making healthy choices becomes easier. Um, moving and committing to exercise becomes easier. But I do have to say that we can't wait for sleep to settle down if you are having trouble with sleep to tackle the rest. So it needs to be a holistic approach, looking at your nutrition, what can you, um, how do you best support yourself in the stage of life that you're in with your nutrition? What things were you able to eat before that like don't sit well with you anymore? You know, what about um, how late you're eating at night before you go to sleep? Um, even thinking about, you know, alcohol consumption. I know for sure I cannot handle alcohol, not that I ever could, but you know, now it's like far less. So I've minimized the amount of alcohol I, um, that I, that I intake and will still enjoy it from time to time, but it's far, far less a part of my life. Um, movement, you know, so sleep is the first thing, nutrition, and then movement, committing to moving every day. So, you know, lesson number one was around effort matters more than outcome. And with movement, it really is about consistency. It's about showing up for yourself, for your body, for your health on a regular basis. And one of the really simple ways, like I know some of you may be hardcore fitness aficionados and you've got like your tracking systems and your spreadsheets and your apps. I mean, kudos to you. For me, what I do to make it really simple is I mark an X on the calendar. So I have an actual paper calendar and I'll mark an X on the days that I worked out. Sometimes I may say what I did, like legs or um, I walked 8,000 steps or whatever it may be, but I put that on the calendar and exit because then as I look at my week or my month, I'm, I can see the effort I've put in. I can see, wow, I, I, uh, you know, exercised this many times this month and I only skipped a day this month or whatever it may be. So that's another thing that I do. Um, and I think, uh, you know, 
this the health above all very much ties to effort matters more than outcome. So it's really about how are you supporting yourself? How are you getting what you need? You need to call in all the resources. If you need to see a naturopath, if you need to consult with your doctor, if you need to um, you know, see a nutritionist, whatever you need to do to support your health because um, you have so much um, to give and you have so much that you want to create. And you don't want your health to be a reason why you're not able to do that. You know, I had my daughter when I was 40, which is more common these days, but she's seven years old. And I know that I want to um, not just be around, but be healthy and um, vibrant into my older years as she's like, you know, getting into her 20s and 30s and even 40s. And so this for me is something that is absolutely pays off in the day to day, but I'm also investing in my future. So lesson number two is health above all. And that means a commitment no matter what's going on in your life, no matter how busy your work is, you are more important. You are more important than all of it. So let's all commit to putting our health above all. The third thing I want to take into 2024 that I wanted to share with you is this idea that you won't know until you try, but when you try, you will know. (laughs) So, you know, I work with a lot of women through my programs, whether it's um, my masterminds or my group program for women. And there is a lot of fear around the unknown, right? Whether it is taking on a job that feels like it's, you know, maybe a few steps ahead for you that you feel nervous about, whether it is changing careers, whether it is shifting from the corporate world to being an entrepreneur, whatever it is, there's a lot of fear around, um, you know, what if I don't succeed? What will people think of me? How will I even figure out what to do? Like, what guarantee do I have that I will be successful? What happens if I'm not successful, right? These are all the fears that we deal with. Um, And oftentimes the advice is you won't know until you try. And that's true. That is true. You won't know until you try. But if we just leave it there, it doesn't really encourage you to try, does it? Because it's sort of like, okay, but what if I try and all these fears that I'm worried about come to fruition, right? That's like, it doesn't really help us to say you won't know until you try. So I wanted to add on the part that says, but when you try, you will know. Because I think we forget how smart we are, how strong we are, how resourceful we are, how we've created everything in our lives in our lives up until this point and what makes you think that when you decide to do something new that suddenly you will have no idea how to move forward of course that's not true right when you decide when you decide that i'm going to try this you will be in the arena as Brene Brown says, right? You will not be in the stands shouting and like worrying or whatever. You will be in the arena. You will be living it and trying it and learning and learning what you don't even know that you need to know, right? You will be finding the resources. You will be 
problem solving. You will be expanding. And that all happens when you try. One of the things that I say often in my um, groups is that our minds want certainty, right? Our minds want to know exactly um, what's going to happen next, how it's going to happen, what are the steps? Like, you know, women always say to me, but I want a clear path to where I'm going next. And I kind of chuckle softly to myself and say, you know what? That clear path, it doesn't exist because your path is your path. And you're the one who needs to start walking down it, you know, take out your flashlight if you need to and shine a light so that you could see a little more clearly and maybe like ask some friends to come along with you along the walk or that walking that path. But you're not going to know that path until you're on it. There is no clear path that somebody can give you. Um, and so that's what our minds want, right? They want that clear path. They want that certainty. But our soul, our soul longs for adventure. Our soul wants to go into the unknown. Our soul is like wants to go on that hero's journey and wants to know what we're made of and who we could become if we were to be brave enough to take on these challenges, the challenge that we are being called towards. And so, yes, our mind wants certainty. Our soul wants adventure. You can't sit back in thinking mode and know whether you can do it, what's going to happen, how's it going to happen. You can't. You can only know when you actually get out there and try. So the third lesson that I'm taking into 2024 and um, that I really want to impart on you um, is you won't know until you try, but when you try, you will know. I believe in you. You will know. You'll, you'll figure it out. All right. Lesson number four. Oh, this is such a good one. And I feel like it's a conversation I've been having with my own friends recently too, is this idea of deeply appreciating where you are right now and how far you've come and what your life looks like. I think that when we are achievers and um, goal-oriented um, and growth-oriented, we tend to always look towards that vision that we want to create. And I wholeheartedly believe in having a big vision for your life. And I personally feel that um, for some who say they don't have that, I think it's a bit of hiding. And, and I think that maybe in this life, in this, you know, this round, this round on earth, um, for some that is, that is the journey, that is the, the destiny, but I think then they're not done, you know, like their soul isn't done because I think every soul truly does want to, um, experience what they are capable of and what they um, could create and who they could become and how they could help others. Um, so that was a little bit of a sidetrack, but what I want to say is that when we, um, tend to kind of always wanting, want to look ahead and get excited about the future, it can't be, um, you know, it can't be by sacrificing our present moment. And, 
I think sometimes people will say, um, say to me, but I don't, I don't need to have a big dream because I'm content where I am. I'm happy where I am. And I believe in that. I believe that we should be appreciative of where we are, but I think both are important. I think it's important to, um, want to grow and want to expand, but at the same time, and, and bringing back to this lesson is that we need to deeply appreciate where we are and how far we've come and what we've created around us. It's funny because I, um, I for for more than ten years, I've been um, I've signed up for this newsletter. I think it's called Tut T U T Tut dot com, and um, it's basically this newsletter that is meant to come from the universe. So it's called Notes from the Universe, and every weekday you get a little email in the morning that's a note from the universe, basically saying that it has your back and like you need to dream big, and I'm here for you to support you on the journey and. I, I, if you're in any of my programs, you're likely signed up for this um, newsletter because I always encourage women to do that. Um, but what I found funny was when I first signed up for this for this newsletter, I had to put in a vision that I had for myself, right? And it was um, to leave my corporate job and work on my dream full time. That's what it was, and I I realized that I hadn't updated it, right? I hadn't updated it within their system. And so I got an email saying, um, Kena, like this is, you know, the joy that you will feel when this happens and imagine that it's already happened. And it was leave your corporate job and work on your dream full time. And it just hit me that I've done that. I'm doing that. You know, like I may have my eye on the next thing and how I want to grow, but I'm doing what I dreamed of doing years ago, not even that long ago, and I'm here now. So just being able to take that in and say, wow, I'm living it. Like what I dreamed of living, what I dreamed of having, I have it now. It's the same as with the relationship that I'm in, you know, the the idea that I had around what it would feel like to be in a wonderful partnership. I have that. Or even the little home that I'm in with my with my daughter, it's like this perfect little home for the two of us. I call it our dollhouse. And you know, the other day I went down the stairs and the Christmas tree is still up. Yes, I know I need to take that down. <laughs> um, but I went down the stairs and I just stopped on the stairs and I looked around our little place and I realized like, wow, this is so lovely. And I get to live here and I get to live here with my daughter and it is the perfect home for us. And I love the art on the walls and I love the light that comes in in the morning and in the evening. And I really just felt this deep appreciation and gratitude. So I want to encourage you this year to, on a regular basis, deeply appreciate where you are and look around at like the people in your life and um, the home that you've created and the work that you're doing and feel a sense of awe because you did that, you know, you co-created that. Um, that's a big one. Okay. So the last thing that I want to share with you. So lesson number five that I learned in 2023 that I'm taking into 2024 is that the most important step in making something happen 
is deciding it's going to happen. It all starts with you deciding. And I feel like this is like a secret that for some reason we don't talk about, but it is so massive because what I have noticed, and again, from working with, you know, hundreds of women is that we will not claim what it is that we want. We'll kind of vaguely say, I would like this, but, and then these are all the reasons why it might not work. And these are all the things that the reasons why I, I'm not sure that I can have it. And I, I guess I wouldn't be fine with this instead, since that's like not reasonable. And then the word reasonable comes up and which is like my absolute, like one of my worst, I hate that word. Okay. Let's not, let's stop being reasonable. Where does reasonable come from anyway? Who decides what reasonable is, right? And so, but what I have realized is that it all starts with you deciding. So when you decide, I want an amazing relationship where I can talk to this person about anything, where I feel like I can be myself, where we're championing each other. I want that. And I'm deciding that is what I shall have. Same with career. If it's a job, if it's a, you know wanting to be an entrepreneur, you, in order to make something happen, the absolute first step is deciding, I'm going to make this happen. Not I'm going to try to make it happen, or maybe I'll make it happen, or wouldn't it be nice if that happened? No, it has to come from you. You have to claim it. You have to say, I am going to get fit this year. It's happening. And from there, the actions you take, the support that you receive, the resources that you find um, will come, but not if you're halfway in, halfway out, right? Like if you start to put out there, I, I, um, I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I kind of might want to like do some consulting, some marketing consulting. So if you know anyone, like, can you just like keep me in mind? Okay. There's like no power behind that. There's no conviction behind that. It needs to be like, I'm starting a consulting marketing consulting business this year. And these are the kinds of clients I'm looking for. This is the kind of work that I or service that I provide. And if you know anyone, you know, please pass them on to me. Like, do you feel the difference? Do you hear that difference? We need to decide that what we want is going to happen in order for it to happen. It changes the energy behind what we do. It changes the energy behind how others respond to us. It changes the energy of how the universe comes to like support and back you up. So if there is something on your heart, in your heart, on your mind that you want to um, that you've been sort of thinking about, but you haven't claimed, I'm asking you to consider what would happen if you claimed it, if you decided, if you decided that you were going to find the house of your dreams this year, or if you decided you were going to um, take your relationship to the next level, or you decided that you were going to launch that business, whatever it is for you, I want you to consider what happens if you actually decide and claim it and have conviction around it and see 
what comes from that and how it comes to life from there versus being lukewarm about something. Because again, that is another way of hiding. It's a way of us saying, well, I'm not really worthy or I don't believe in myself that I can have this. Um, And so this one is really powerful because I've realized it truly is a secret. It's, it's the secret to, it's the secret to, um, bringing what we desire to us. It's just deciding that we want it. So these are the five lessons that I'm taking into 2024 that I wanted to share with you that I hope are helpful. I'd love to hear from you if there's one that resonated more than the other. I'm going to go over them really quickly. Um, And please do let me know. Please let me know like what's on your mind. What is it that you want to create? What are you deciding this year? Okay, so here are the five lessons. The first one is that effort matters more than outcome. It's what we do every day whether it's in our calendar, how, like how it shows up on our on our um, bank account, that matters more than having a big lofty goal. The big lofty goal needs to be broken down into the effort that we're putting in every day. And what we do today is going to show up in results 90 days from now. So if you are not happy with the results that you have right now, look back, see what you were doing 90 days ago, and choose what you're going to do differently. What's the effort that you're going to put in now so that 90 days from now, you're in a very different spot. The second is put your health above all. Your sleep, nutrition, movement, um, you know, consulting your doctor with anything that you um, that you're either concerned about or that isn't giving you um, the feeling of optimal health. Health matters more than anything. And that's something that I'm truly committed to this year. Um, you know, committed to prioritizing my sleep, to eating well, to moving every day, um, because I know that it feeds all the other big dreams and goals that I have. And it allows me to enjoy my life more. Three, you won't know until you try, but when you try, you will know. This is all about getting you to move into action and and to realize that when you start to move and start to go into action mode, you um, you will know. You will know what you're made of. You will know what you need to do next. So get into action mode because when you try, you will know. Number four, deeply appreciate your life as it is today. And I mean, really take it in. You know, right now, as I'm recording this, I'm sitting in my little office. I have an office in my house and it's just my space. It has like an oriental rug on the ground. I don't know if you're still supposed to call them that, but (laughs) that's what it is. Um, And I have a cozy chair and I have my bulletin board and I have my big K painting that um, an artist, Shana Frey's, painted for me years ago. And I have my standing desk. And it's just my cozy little nook and I'm looking out and it is snowing in the back right now. I have this huge window in front of me and it's snowing and I feel so appreciative, right? To have um, this lovely home around me. So I want to encourage you to just 
really take time every day to appreciate your life. And then the fifth is the most important step in making something happen in your life is deciding it's going to happen, is making that decision for yourself, having conviction around your decision and being committed, committed to that thing that you want. These are the five lessons that I'm taking into 2024 that I learned firsthand in 2023, and I'm excited to share them with you today. Thank you, everyone. I'm so grateful again that you're here. I have lots of exciting things coming up for you. There will be, of course, a new podcast next week and um, some new workshops coming towards the end of the month. And I am grateful for you and I love you and I wish you the most wonderful 2024. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I hope you found inspiration and use this podcast to start stepping into all you are. To hear more about the podcast, follow me over on Instagram at Kana underscore all you are. Send me a DM. I'd love to hear from you. And if you're loving the podcast, I'd be so honored if you go ahead and hit that subscribe button and leave me a five-star review. Until next time, remember to keep exploring what it means to be all you are.